0: that idea of what Andrew Lloyd Webber did with the Phantom of the Opera. And I've seen it, I've seen it in Niagara Falls and I've seen it on Broadway, Uh, both being very, very young, but that was the first time music that was out of my taste touched me and I was just blown away by that.
1: Hi, and welcome back to the My Future Business Show. My name is Rick Nusky. I am the host, and I would just love to stop and say thank you so very much for joining us and for all of the feedback that we continue to get about the show. Now, um, my next guest is very special. Now, I'd just like to start by saying that, you know, we talk about business on the show purely from a, um, oftentimes, might I say, from a purely nuts and bolts about how to run a business. But oftentimes, we miss the other side of the story about the journey, um, uh, you know, and I I guess some of the conflicts that um, people go through as they, um, you know, weave their craft, as it were. Now, um, today, I'm on the line with Ziggy Schaefer, otherwise known as Zigzag. Welcome to the show. (laughs) (laughs) <laughs> Boy the Z I G the Z A G. How are you, Rick? Yeah, I'm very well. Thank you, my friend. Thank you for joining us. Now, like I was just talking about, uh, Ziggy, um if you don't mind me calling you that. Um not at all. Um what we were going to be talking about today is primarily um your journey as an entrepreneur, but but the conflicting I guess morals and value sets that you have as an artist and we're going to be talking about your uh, self-built label wrapped and tightly twisted productions. because I want to help you um, become the best version of yourself and get your message and your brand out and about so with all that being said thanks again for joining me.
0: No problem buddy no problem I, I can't say enough how much I appreciate it
1: Absolutely absolutely now um I think a really good place to start uh, Ziggy is um I've I've been looking at some of uh, the write-ups that you've had on the New York uh, Weekly Times pretty prolific on there it's uh it's come up come up trumps for you there you've got a lot of sources of inspiration I'd love to talk about that but first and foremost um let's talk about you let's talk about um, where you're located and what you're currently doing with yourself uh, in these tough times with COVID going on?
0: Um, I, I'm located out of Pittsburgh, PA, USA, um, the the Steel City. Fantastic. At, at this point in time, with everything going on, this is the I'm, I'm strictly on the music.
1: Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Um,
0: I eat it, sleep it, breathe it. Yep. I'm I'm very passionate about it. So this is. It's a good thing, you know, during these tough times, there are a lot of good things that could come from this, I feel.
1: And that's the, That's a wonderful thing, because I want to talk about sources of inspiration for you, because I, I bet you, you're thinking a lot about, um, you know, new content, new tracks to chuck down, uh, new lyrics for those tracks. And, um, you know, how how the world, I guess, shapes a lot of what you do. Could you talk to that a little bit?
0: Um yeah, yeah, I, one of the one of the things I would go to is my my release just recently, um Toxic. Um it it was also in the New York Times and one of the things about that was that whole song was a conflict because of my Halloween release, um Don't Forget Me where I was trying to make people feel things and in doing that i wasn't paying attention enough to the people around me yeah and and a lot a lot of times i get inspired by things and as as being seen as an entrepreneur like people don't see the vision
1: yeah
0: um but that's that's where a lot of it comes from is just my own personal life um which most most artists do but there's always there's always something that inspires me
1: now talking about um you know your life a little bit more i want to go way back we're talking way back you know teenage years early years um you know uh, i'd like to know what did your life look like and what were some of the things that made you go down this path what made you realize that you wanted to be an artist and entrepreneur and which one comes Um... first for you
0: i uh, definitely an artist. Yep. Um, definitely an artist. As, as far as a, the entrepreneur, um, when I did the onboarding in the process, you know, that was about the only box I fit into. And then to go back and see the definition of an entrepreneur just being a person or persons that organize and operates a business and takes on the greater the normal financial risk and, you know, an mm-hmm. entity that acts upon the opportunities and so forth. Um and then it's just straight says a promoter in the entertainment industry. And I'm like, okay, now I feel like an entrepreneur when I read it that way. <laughs> um, as far as, as my past, um, obviously most most artists like myself, it was a very rough and rocky start. Um, a lot of a lot of family issues growing up. Um, I was emancipated when I was sixteen. So that was kind of like being thrown into the real world. Um, and just being through everything and then getting to where I'm getting right now in this moment to be able to look back and be like, you know what, that, that doesn't hurt me as bad anymore. I can, I can come out publicly with that and, and, and not feel like, Oh, you know, I I still feel that way. The, the, um, one of the, the Halloween release was actually written 14 years ago. Um, there were some issues I was, I was dealing with some drug issues and I was, I was very down and depressed and it was winter and I felt some sort of way. And then to see that song sit for 14 years and then have Samantha Lee, uh, an awesome fellow content creator come out and be like, yeah, I'm I'm willing to do the, the hook for you. And being like, this is a very dark song. You know, I just want you to, and she said, no, that's okay. And, and to see it, bloom after all that time was just it was amazing
1: yeah congratulations on that um I I look at you and I think when you start talking about your craft you light up I don't need to say anything I can I can sit here in silence and this is what this is all about is to bring out your spark but uh, again the focus um I want to talk a little bit more about um the artists in your earlier days that gave you inspiration who were you listening to and who do you still listen to to get sparks of inspiration?
0: Uh, well, I mean, that one started writing uh, The the Rose That Grew From Concrete. Yes. Uh, with Tupac Shakur's poem book. And and as a kid, learning and writing poems or, or getting into poetry and then being angry. So you write a poem and it's not so nice. And then, as I grow, you know, growing up, then I got into well, there's a whole world full of poetry, angry poetry,
1: mm-hmm.
0: and and it just kind of branched off from there. Um, obviously, um, as the the paper stated, one of my inspirations for music, just in general, was the Phantom of the Opera. I've got the whole the Phantom of the Opera set, and and that's weird. Oh, that might be viewed as weird as coming from an artist um, who makes. The music that i make but that 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 idea of what andrew lloyd weber did with the phantom of the opera and i've seen it i've seen it in niagara falls and i've seen it on broadway uh both being very very young but that was the first time music that was out of my taste touched me and i was just blown away by that
1: yeah that's fantastic feedback thank you and this is what i like to hear is because you're not just cut from one one angle you've got many dimensions that make up yourself as a person as as an artist and I'd like to touch on Tupac Shakur if I could in terms of um, he actually t- he tapped into the uh, the um, movie industry obviously uh, very famously yes. so um, now I also understand that as part of um, wrapped and tightly twisted productions you're not only just um, music but your video creation Could we talk a little bit about that as well
0: Oh, absolutely. Um, that is something that, you know, looking back in the past and, and writing my songs and my poetry and all this, I never I never really got to the fact of it was going to be me being the one to create it. As, as most people, when they're young, they want to get signed to a deal and there's going to be a, a million dollar team that's going to shoot the videos and, and they're going to do the editing. And, you know, the dream is so far ahead that that when it, when it came down to it, um, getting on YouTube and and being in the pandemic, um, and just watching people sit on YouTube and just eat Cheetos and mm-hmm. some of the things where the the you know it was, it was just there was no effort to it, and I just I got that flare in me to be like, I think I could do that better, and and then to see a lot of artists and and you know, that are doing their own editing and and so forth to be like, this can be done. Like this can be done. Um, a lot of it's just trial and error. Um, I figure out so many things three, four months after, you know, the editing gets done and the shooting gets done that it's like, Oh man, if I'd have known that then like I could have done something (laughs) a little bit differently. But in the next one, I, 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 I'm willing to take the loss to learn the lesson.
1: Yeah, absolutely. That's sage advice. Um, thank you very much for sharing. Now, I, I wonder, I, I always talk about the human side of, you know, we've t- touched on entrepreneurialism, owning businesses and being successful and knowing that this is a long journey. This is, this is never meant to be about making money, which is quite different than a lot of people get into this for. Um, has it helped you heal? You've talked about the troubled times that you've experienced and has it helped you heal uh, creating this content?
0: It, it has and, and I feel the way that it, it's helped me heal is the fact of there are a lot of people I feel that walk around with feelings or things to say or an opinion that they want to get shown or something but they spend a lot of time just holding on to it and I feel like when I release a video and I know that my kids and, and my wife and my best friends and all 537 people that are subscribed and my, my, you know, knowing that all these people that gives me the confidence that I'm okay with myself enough to say this. Now there are people that are going to be like, Oh, I don't really agree with that. Or, you know, I don't know. You should have said that. And it's like, yeah, but I'm okay with me. And that's where I feel it's healed me because it gave, having that confidence to be able to be like, no, this is, this is how I feel. You know, like when I wrote the, the one song, um, don't forget, don't forget me. Like I felt like shooting myself. And that's, you know, to come out publicly and be like, I did feel that way. I don't want more, but I did. And I'm okay with that really lets me walk into rooms that I wouldn't normally be able to walk into because of that confidence of healing from my music.
1: You talk about um, a particular Minnesota rapper, Sean Daly, uh, known as Slug um, from yes. Atmosphere. Now you, you cite him as a main source of inspiration for your style um, can you talk yes. to talk to that and tell us why that is?
0: Um, I, he's been around for a long, long time, and his music was out, or it was was out underground before Eminem became blown Eminem. up, right? And so he he he's been in that, and he's just he's he's a local. The people in Minnesota, anybody in Minnesota knows him. Like he's he's that he's the hometown hero of underground music for them. But his just the way he he his stories. He just he's a storyteller, and and some of the the ways that now that I'm editing and shooting videos, and I look back and 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 look at the videos that I used to watch all the time, and realize that there's no million dollar team behind him that's he's some of those videos are so raw you know that just sitting in the car and being very frustrated and being like i could shoot that like mm-hmm. and 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 to see that and to be like okay he 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 almost like let the bar set at a point where it was like you can do this
1: so when you uh, produce um content uh ziggy what, yep. what's the the time frame is there a set time frame do you get on a roll do you have a like a, a run of um, creativity if you like and then you stop how does it how does the process go for you
0: um and that's something that as being as fresh into this that I am that I'm learning um I, there's a lot of learning in this long journey but um my basically how this what it started is we released my, the first video fe- February 14th. Um, of, of this year, and we've just went, I've went straight through as much as I can, and at first it was just, like I said, a lot of figuring things out, and being like, oh, this isn't going to work, but as I, as you keep throwing yourself against the same wall, you realize that things pick up and go faster, and what was taking me a month to two months to put together I've gotten into the fact of if I'm that driven and I have that, the Halloween release pulled an old song, made the video, you know, got everything set, got everything put into place. And it was almost like it just clicked. And I say, I I really feel for anybody that's listening on, on your great show, that it's just keep throwing yourself at the wall because eventually it clicks.
1: And that's the thing that we've, uh, uh, Want to hear is this this inspirational feedback and because there are a lot of people out there that are struggling especially right now Ziggy um, with everything that's going on in the world. It's uh, it's a it's a um, It's one of those things that you've got to keep at it Like you say throw it to the wall something's going to stick eventually now um. I want to talk a little bit more about the video creation. I noticed that in some of the videos, I've watched a handful of them, is that you do have, obviously, other players involved. Do you have any help to do this footage, create this video footage?
0: Um, I, the, the, yeah, the, being a, a homegrown operation, um, we, I, I, I use me and my wife uh, run it. And their friends and family that when the timing can work or, or you know my vision can be seen and they're they're comfortable with it that they will they'll they'll help. Um, but as far as that you know everything else is just I'm a sole writer, recorder, editor. It's it's my wife is is really helpful as far as giving ideas on the videos, um, and being very supportive of being like hey I'm gonna go and do something really stupid. I need you to hold the camera. <laughs> and she's like, I don't know, Ziggy, like I I really don't I don't I don't really want to, you know. Like, I, yeah, I know, but I I just I need you to kind of go with this for me. <laughs> and she's she she's she's really she's she's my my number one writer. Um I, I like I said I do have a handful of friends that when the opportunity arises and and trying to get I don't know how like a band would do it because having w- one person is one thing, but having five or six people or you see some of these big movie shoots and stuff where there's so many people, you know, directors, I give a lot of props to, Um, but I, I, I've got people, I've got a very close core that I will use. Um, and they're always, they're they're the same people, toe tags and body bags out. Like we, we started this and we're going to push through it.
1: Yeah, fantastic. It's nice to know that you've got core groups of support there now. Um, you've obviously had enough of a vision to create a production group, both video and um, uh, obviously uh, content, lyrics, and things like that. What is the big plan here? What do you want this to become?
0: Um, I want to be. I want it to be a, a real respectable label. I would, I'd like to build a label, which is like the number one thing you don't do is have the main artists build the label at this point in time. I'm the artist and the label, <laughs> so yep. that's. but I, I just, just to keep making good music, I, you know, just to not be forgotten
1: yeah absolutely um now I, I lewis hamilton f1 driver obviously of uh, world world fame uh what six or seven time world champion said you know what uh, don't let anyone ever tell you you can't do it so uh, one thing i would say to anybody who's on the show today make sure that you think about those things where you you know you're up against the wall and things are not going great for you because i know that uh, uh ziggy based on our conversation you've been through a lot uh, but you've obviously got some core friends and family that are supporting you. You've got the vision there. And I, I'd like to know, are you working on uh, content right now? And what's the current day inspiration that you're writing about? Are you willing to share that?
0: Um, I, I, I always have content. Uh, the Right now, my wife has it set that... After this interview, all music and productions will come to a halt because it is the holiday season. Beautiful. <laughs> so I am I am grounded from music until the new year. Um and right now we're just we're working with distributions and trying to figure out um actually getting an album out and if it's gonna be fin- you know, if it's gonna be financially worth that. To, to pay for a distribution and, and to make sure everything's copywritten and, and to get everything set. And then to only sell a couple CDs. Um, when I, when I'm on YouTube and SoundCloud and, and all these other things where I'm just giving it away, I'm just giving my music away because I want people to hear it. And I want people to be inspired to be like, well, I mean, if, if the guy can start off getting drunk and recording in his basement and then actually build that, like I can do that.
1: YouTube is an absolutely a behemoth when it comes to um, You know the seeds and then they grow into massive artists We've seen it time and time and again, and you know, it's a, it's the place to be right now Do you um, if I might and we can go back to that if you like do you have you know We talked about at the very start of the call. I talked about how we often talk about just the mechanics of a business now Unfortunately, regardless, if, if this is going to become something you want to sell things and you want to ha- actually have some sort of a, you know, quote unquote business behind it, um, you're going to need processes. Um, what are your plans there? Do you think that this is going to become a, a more formal structure if you start to get uh, market penetration and you start to get people noticing you or are you just always going to be that that artist who goes, you know what? I don't want that structure. I feel trapped by it.
0: Um. I'm not really sure mm-hmm. to be honest. And and that sounds bad as being somebody as confident as I am, but I know that the future can go many different ways very quickly. Um, so I, I we want to, we want to do it ourselves, but there have been communications with distributions and, and some labels um, that are like, well, you're not there, but you know, we can still see that. And it's like, well, am I, am I really going to, my my soul my blood into making a production to sell it out on mm. and that's that's where I'm not really I'm not I'm not there and I think a lot of artists they're just one way or the other either they're they're fully independent or they're looking for the contract and it's like there's a real learn and a gap there of learning who you really are and what you're standing for with what you're doing.
1: I love this because you're the the salt of the earth, you're down to earth and you're honest about this and I think that's going to put you in good step to move forward. Now, um, you've talked about some pretty massive names here um, from the, I guess, the um, vocal artist, Snoop Dogg is obviously obviously, uh, well across video as well. But um, when it comes to your um, videos, you've taken your inspiration, like you mentioned briefly, Sir Sir Alfred Hitchcock, um, and he has some very um, dark, ways of communicating messages and why did you choose him
0: uh well being wrapped and tightly twisted it kind of fits on the on the dark idea (laughs) yeah yeah and um honestly when there's been times where i'm trying to shoot a, a scene or a video and either i can't make it work for what i'm trying to do or i feel like it's going to be too graphic and it could be pulled off um so i found if you go back in time and learn from the past that he's the guy that his cuts and the way he cut the shots and the way that you never really seen the lady getting stabbed in psycho but Uh you've seen everything out you know it, it showed you what you were trying to see without actually it being there and it's like a magician to me. I, the way he does some of this, his stuff is just like the way he cuts it or gets the angle of just the blood running you know, down the, the tub um, It's just enough to be like you, that creates that. I feel when people visualize that, they start creating their own visual of the visual I've created or tried to create.
1: Yeah, I understand that completely because it leaves that um, that spot for the imagination to run wild. <laughs> oh, yeah. Right. I wonder, Ziggy, um, moving into the sharp end of the call, and it's just been fantastic. Thank you so much for opening up and sharing with us um, because I'm sure a lot of people on the, on, the, on the call today are going to take a lot of value away from your experience and your journey thus far. You've got a long way to go, and I'm sure it's going to be wonderful. Can we talk just briefly about your new album that I believe is coming out in February?
0: Yes. Tell us yes, a little bit about the, that. Uh, the Wrapped and Tightly Twisted album, uh, is being released one year after I decided, you know what, I'm going to do this for a year and see if I can really make it happen. Um, it seemed fitting. Um, basically, the, the plan uh, was, or has been the whole time, was to, to put the content out on YouTube, on SoundCloud, pictures on Instagram, to do all the, the platforms and, and learn what it was going to really take to put the album together. What songs, you know, we're gonna do really well and weren't gonna do really well. Um, and and we, me and the wife, have actually talked about just revamping a lot of the songs because now we know what we didn't know then. What if we remade the songs our own way, you know, for the album? Um, and and that goes with the distribution and and so forth of learning. I'm still learning what to and not to do.
1: Yeah, absolutely. Now we're. We are always learning. There's always something new to consider. There's always new sources of inspiration for everybody who was on the call today. If you haven't taken anything from this call, I don't think you've been listening. There's um, just so much that's been shared on the call today. And I, I want to thank you again, uh, Ziggy. Now, right now, I know that you're you going to just about to take a break. But if anybody wants to um, see any of your content thus far, where are, where's the best place for them to touch base? Uh, would be YouTube Wrapped and Tightly Twisted Productions. Fantastic. Well, there you go. Everybody's on the show today. I will be making sure to put the YouTube link back to uh, ZigZag's YouTube channel. And with that all being said, thank you so very much for joining me on the My Future Business Show today.
0: Thank you again, Rick. You have a great night.
1: Thanks for joining us today. If you enjoyed the call,